Hey, I'm Jason Klaus, host of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, as well as the other shows here across the PFC Entertainment Network, inviting you to join me as I go back on stage for my next live motivational event. It happens on Sunday, July the 9th, beginning at 2 p.m. from the Backroads Bar and Grill in Holly, Michigan. On that particular occasion, I will be talking about, is this day one? Or are you waiting for one day? We're going to talk about it live. Backroads Bar and Grill. Free motivational live stage event. We hope you will join us as we try to inspire each other and ourselves as we move forward to live our best life. It's Klaus to the Heart Live. It happens Sunday, July the 9th, beginning at 2 p.m. Backroads Bar and Grill in Holly, Michigan. You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network, or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, where on here we will discuss anything and everything that happens in the world around us, and how we can go about making things better for you, for me, and everybody that we share this world with. I may go on rants, I will go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Close to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. Welcome to the Close to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. I'm Jason Klaus. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Um, Got a couple of things I want to touch on, and uh, we'll just get right into this for this week. I am running solo. I don't have any special guests or run-ins or anything of that nature this week, so you you get me. (laughs) I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, but hey, we're here for it, right? Heard me talk about a number of different ways to tackle various aspects of chaos and controversy and why this is a reoccurring thing in a lot of your lives, in a lot of our lives. Why does it, why is it a factor? More importantly, why do we allow it to dictate what we do in life, how we conduct ourselves, how we treat other people. Now we can sit here until the cows come home and and discuss various reasons as to why this is a thing or that's a thing or why this is a reoccurring sore spot regardless of what realm this is affecting, personally or professionally. I feel like when you sit and do a deep dive with somebody because they've come to you 
or they have come across your radar, you sit here and, and, and they come to you for advice and they come to you for help. And, you know, if you are really dialed in, if you are really invested, if you are really, you know, if you go into it with the best of intentions of, like, you really want to help this individual out. You really want them to um, be better. Because, yeah, I mean, you could tell any any degree of controversy for the most part, like, that is not a good feeling. Unless you are somebody that thrives on that. And that is one of the aspects. That's one of the pieces of the pie here. Because there are those people that flock to that kind of environment. They thrive on all the inner turmoil that, that goes on when you are embroiled in some degree of controversy, some degree of chaos. You've heard me kind of touch on it here and there over the years, but a lot of it stems, it, and it does, it stems because there's something lacking in their life. Something is not firing on all cylinders, and being embroiled in some degree of controversy sparks a feeling of involvement it sparks a feeling of excitement even and, and i say excitement and generally when you use that word there is positivity associated with it like you were excited about doing something cool but with most everything else there is a flip side to the proverbial coin and on that flip side is generally the complete and polar opposite of what the other side is. There are people that flock to controversy because it garners some sort of internal feeling that they're not getting somewhere else. Even though it's of a negative tone, and even though it's of a situation that by and large is not great, they will attach themselves to that because they feel like they're included. They feel like they're important. They feel like that they're a part of something. Doesn't matter if it's bad or not. They just want to be a part of something because there's a big void in their life in some regard, in some way, shape, or form. And when we get complacent in that kind of mindset, you're bored or you're just, I don't know, man, like it's, it's a thing. And it, and it has been from probably the beginning of time. I, I mean, there, there are people that just, they want to feel that rush of involvement. They want people to have their names in their mouths. They want to feel like they're included. And they will do anything and everything to make sure that that happens. My question is why? Why is it that they cannot find a different endeavor or entity to put that kind of time involvement and, and passion and enthusiasm and that's going to benefit them more than being a drug in or, or inserting themselves into some degree of drama. Because that's what it boils down to. Now, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> and I know this is going to sound funny to some of you. But I do anything and everything I can to steer clear of drama. Now, with that being said, and before anybody starts to start pulling out their phones and texting comments and things of this nature, I realize on the surface, if you followed my story, that is a dumb statement to make. It also hammers home that you have no shit and idea what's going on. You get snapshots, you get what's presented out there. You get somebody else's viewpoint, somebody else's opinion. So for me to come on here and say, I tried to steer clear of controversy given, you know, this path, this 
journey that I've been on for the last couple of years, I can understand where that's a contradiction, but I, you don't live in my head. You don't think my thoughts. You don't see what I see. You don't feel what I feel. What you're getting are the actual snapshots. That on the surface, yeah, I threw myself into a very drama-filled situation. But it didn't have to be that way. And it is because everybody else has their own opinion. Everybody else has their own point of view. Everybody else has their own way of thinking of how I should live my life. How they should live your life. You look at your life and you look at the people in it. And if there is a great degree of controversy or turmoil or drama, you got to look at that individual that a lot of that shit centers around and figure out where does it stem from. Is it because they're bored? Is it because you're doing something that and they're not? So they see you making moves, so they're going to attach themselves to you. Because they, they, want to, they want to hop on the ride, man. You're making noise. You're making moves. People are paying attention to you. If somebody else is not feeling that kind of attention, they will latch on to the closest person that they can that is making moves. And this is where it starts a cyclical pattern. There are people that live their entire lives like this. I didn't realize that for the longest time until I took a step back and actually looked at what the hell was happening through, you know, when you get your head out of the muck of controversy and you take a step back and you look at what's happening and you look at who's who it's happening with, a number of decisions have to be made. Is this somebody that seemingly has drama attached to them 20? 47365. You know those people. Chances are you have people like that in your life. Like there is always something going on. There is always some degree of bullshit that they're having to deal with. And you know when it happens, a lot of times when you are, I don't want to say bragging, but when you are talking about something that makes you feel good or some degree of success that you have achieved or some goal that you have met, something that's good, something that is filling your sails, filling your cup. If somebody that you are talking to is not experiencing that kind of gratification internally, they will flip that script with the quickness to put the attention back on them. And what garners the quickest amount of attention? Sadness, anger, drama, controversy. Straight up. You can go on social media right now. And you can look, you, you, you can pick two random posts. One that is positively charged one that is negative, negatively charged. What I find when I do this, for whatever reason, there are more likes, shares, and reactions and comments to the negative post than there is to the positive one. That is not across the board, but if you do a deep dive on that, and I have, you will see that that is accurate because that is the overall mood of our society. That is what garners the clicks. That's what garners the attention. What is happening? Why is this person upset, pissed off? Why? They want to know why. So they can, some people see that shit, and they will throw fuel on the fire, man, because they want to see how high those flames can go. Why? Because it garners a reaction that includes their involvement. If somebody is of weak mind, if somebody is of a weak circumstance, they will attach themselves to that. Especially if they are, <laughs> this is where, I mean, we can sit here and, and do all kinds of, you know, go down different rabbit holes and different deep dives and things of this nature. This is a very splintered situation. But I'm telling you, 
on the surface, if you had to bottom line it, it does come back down to lack of involvement. And if you and, and if it's somebody that is dealing with a self-esteem issue, these are generally the people that will be the first to conduct themselves in this manner. Their self-esteem is in the toilet and they need something to pick themselves up to get themselves feeling like they're they're contributing or that there's something to somebody else because us to ourselves there's a problem and a lot of us will you know these are kind of like the masks that we put on and you know there's different ways to handle this the whole mask thing is a proverbial option and the other one is to attach themselves to somebody else to fuel the fires of controversy because that individual that's dealing with this that they are talking to that they are you know fanning the flames like they're going to see that this other individual has taken an interest to them so they're you know it they feed into one another and it's just, instead of trying to find a productive and a more positive way out of the situation, they're going to sit here for two, three, four, five hours and waste all that time and energy just shit-talking until the, the sun goes down. Now, I know some people use that as a, as a, a coping mechanism. They, they will sit here and just talk mad shit just to get that out of them because what's fueling that is very real raw feelings and instead of having a productive means of channeling that energy they will dip further into the pool of despair and controversy and they will latch themselves to the other individuals that share that proverbial space because misery loves company. As cliche as it is, it is the absolute truth. People flock to controversy. People flock to chaos because it is an immediate reaction. And in the back of our minds, we know that. For the example that I just laid out a moment or two ago, the compare and contrast of two different random posts, one that's positive, one that's negative. What's garnering more attention? You could go on fucking TikTok and you can look and see how many subscribers are to a content creator that generally has some degree of controversy, drama, or turmoil attached to their submissions versus people that are more positive, more upbeat. Now, that's not to say that the positive and upbeat ones don't get their attention because they do. What I'm saying is when you compare and contrast, the negative ones are the ones that are garnering the, the most clickbaits fundamentals it is absolute fact if you don't believe me take time to do some research look at it dive into it now <clears throat> with that coffee doing its job today <laughs> um doesn't have to be this way man this is the part that frustrates me to no end. This is the part that in a proverbial sense, it, it makes me want, want to grab a hold of somebody and just shake the shit out of them. Be like, get your head out of this space. Because being embroiled in constant drama and controversy scientifically is not the best way to live your life. 
you may not realize it, but you are doing irreparable damage internally. Because we put ourselves under so much unnecessary stress when we seek out drama. And in our minds, we think that we're a part of something cool or that we're involved and that feeds a de- some aspect of our egos, but internally, like our organs, you know, I'm not a medical professional by any stretch of the imagination. But like, I know what the fuck I feel when I'm embroiled in, in some degree of bullshit and it ain't good. I feel like crap. I know I'm doing damage to myself. That's why I I do everything I possibly can to shift my focus and redirect that energy into something more productive and positive, and that's where the podcast comes into play. That's why I'm so appreciative of this opportunity, why I'm so protective of this network, because this allows me an avenue, and I know it allows other people on, on our network an avenue to rechannel that energy to something more productive. Not a lot of people have that. They could, if they put a little effort into it. But that also speaks volumes as to What kind of people are we dealing with here? We're dealing with ones who, I mean, they thrive on this shit. They thrive on it. It's sad. It's a bummer. Because in the grand scheme of things, in this journey called life, you ain't making positive strides conducting yourself with that mindset. You're really not. You're either, you know, most people are either going forwards or backwards. When you are embroiled so deeply in somebody else's bullshit, you're not going either way. You're going side to side. In a lot of cases, that's worse than going backwards. Because you're not getting anywhere. You're really not. Yeah, there's movement. There's movement, but it ain't positive, and it ain't even negative. You're just bouncing side to side like a fucking pinball. You're making no strides. You're doing nothing to improve your situation. In fact, you're digging yourself, you know, every single day that you conduct yourself in that aspect you are digging yourself a little bit deeper into a pretty dark hole and you keep digging and you keep digging and you keep digging until one day you realize oh i can't get out of this on my own i have dug myself a tomb is what you've done Very rarely do people, are they able to pick themselves out of that hole that they've dug themselves in. This is where you start seeing all of these posts and comments and woe is me and I need prayers and I, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Hey, you kind of did it to yourself. And the bitch of it is, is, is you kind of knew it too. Like you are counting on other people to pluck you out of that hole and put you back on the path. That will only happen so often because the longer you conduct yourself in this manner, those people that you would count on to pop yourself up out of the hole and put you back on the path, eventually they're going to get tired of it. Eventually, they're going to say, enough is enough. You need to do for you. And they'll either do it or they won't. Meanwhile, the rest of the world is still, you know, we're charging forward, man. It ain't a sprint. It's a marathon. 
So if you are conducting yourself in this manner, if you are somebody that flops, that's somebody that thrives, somebody that seeks out drama, chaos, controversy, you need to sit down and have a come-to-Jesus moment with yourself and figure out what the fuck is happening in, in your mind, body, and soul that this is okay. Because let me tell you something. It's not. It's bad. It's not going to serve you any good in the short term or long term. Because anything that is negatively charged on any level is going to hinder where you go in life. If not, just halt any and all momentum you may have had. Then we start beating ourselves up. We start becoming our own worst enemies. This is a real thing. A lot of times, I mean, you've, you've heard me say it a lot of times, it's a mindset, man. And I'm so tired of hearing, I can't do it. Listen, can't either means you won't or you don't know how. Don't give me can't. If there are reasons why it's going to be a challenge, let's figure it out. Why is it going to be a challenge? How can we overcome it? But don't tell me you can't. Unless you have absolutely absolved every and every possible resource at your disposal, don't tell me you can't. You are choosing to either you won't or you don't know how. If you don't know how, we figure it out. If you can't figure it out after all resources have been exhausted, then we can come up with another plan of attack here. But they just throw the fucking towel in because that's the easy thing to do is a bullshit frame of mind and in the long run you're fucking yourself and the person that it also involves i don't have i don't have analytics that back that up but like i've got common sense and i know how i feel and maybe you're sitting here thinking, man, this guy is living in a dream world. This this does, is not applicable to me. Why? Because you have not given it a fair chance to be applicable to you. You'd be surprised what you can achieve when you roll the dice on yourself. You'd be real surprised. I've got more thoughts on this, but we're going to run a quick timeout. More of the Klaus of the Heart podcast is right after this. We're all looking for ways to stay motivated, to stay inspired, to stay real. That's why I tune in to the Klaus and Q show every month over on Orion Neighborhood Television. Once a month, Jason Klaus and Quadell Edwards tackle a topic to look at the silver lining in life and how we can be better people for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. So check them out. You can see them live once a month over on the ONTV Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Orion ONTV. All shows begin at 6 o'clock and you can catch them on the following dates, Friday, May the 12th, June the 16th, July the 14th, and August the 11th. For all the latest information, dates, showtimes, head on over to the Klaus and Q page over on Facebook or KlausToTheHeart.net. It's the Klaus and Q Show on Orient Neighborhood Television. Welcome back to the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. You're listening to the Klaus of the Heart podcast. Certainly appreciate you tuning in this week. Uh, We're talking about 
the comfort in chaos. That <laughs> I know the first segment, I kind of tackled one. It actually, in my mind, wound up being a pretty extensive sidebar because that's not the avenue that I was looking to take this topic. It just kind of, well, it happened organically because the, the deeper I got into it, the more I'm like, okay, well, this is, uh, this is definitely an important part of this, this mindset, and that's what it is. It's a mindset. Now, there are very, you know, diverse reasons. I'm trying to find my words carefully. That's going to resonate so I don't make it seem like I'm just focusing on one or two aspects of this because, like I said, this is... This is something we can do a number of different deep dives into, go down different rabbit holes and start, you know, picking apart people's psyche. What is it in your brain that justifies chaos, controversy, and its constant presence, dominating presence in your life? I can sum it up in one word, trauma. There is some degree of trauma in everybody's life. Fundamental fact. You may not label it as that, but by definition, Generally speaking, everybody has dealt with some degree of trauma in their life. Whether it's losing a loved one, or you're embroiled in a rivalry, you are uh, in a less than ideal situation, a less than ideal re relationship. And I say relationship and the automatic focus goes to like an intimate relationship with your significant other. Doesn't always have to be that deep on that level, but that's where it generally goes to. That's what a lot of people deal with. But I feel like if you did a deep dive and you, and you were completely and 100% honest with yourself, a lot of the roots of that mindset can be traced back to a younger version of yourself. Some people, man, from day one, and they don't realize it until years down the line that their brains were actually poisoned with the various aspects of drama, chaos, and controversy. Whether it's from your parents, your siblings, some other relative, your best friends. Some degree of turmoil has been implanted into your brain and so deep into it that it feels like it is the default of your existence because that's what you know. That's what you know because that's what you've been exposed to. And let me tell you what happens when an individual who has lived their life like that, when they are exposed to other people that genuine, genuinely have their best interest at the forefront, they don't know what the fuck to do with it. In fact, some people's turmoil is so deep that they will... They will actually push away the good because it's foreign to them. Or they will push away the good because anything that they had perceived that was good previously in their minds was met with deceit or ulterior motives or some other layer of bullshit that has demonstrated it was disingenuous. 
That's awful. I know that wholeheartedly. Fortunately for me, I have been pretty in tuned with my internal makeup from very early on. So I know when shit ain't right, man. And I've used that to my advantage and, in some cases, to my disadvantage. I've used that as a tool in psychological warfare. And then I step back and I, and I think, well, Jesus Christ, why am I putting that kind of effort and energy into something like that? When at the end of the day, when I sit here and I, and I have a come to Jesus moment with myself, I look at what do I want out of life? I want to be happy. I want that, that, that inner peace. I haven't had inner peace in a long, long, long time. Like I get glimpses of it, right? I, I get, I get snapshots of it. It's like, okay, I'm making positive strides. But then life will come around when it sees that I am experiencing that or I'm enjoying that, and it's going to plant seeds of doubt in my head based on past trauma, based on past heartbreak, past hurt. And then, you know, people deal with that individually, man. People will, some people, most people will allow that to beat them, let that beat them down to their knees. I used to do that. I refuse to do that now. I'm all about conversations. And I'll sit here and I'll have as many conversations as I need to to get to the bottom or the root of the problem and try to come up with some sort of resolution. But I'm only going to put so much effort into it anymore. I'm, you know, if it's not being reciprocated, because a lot of times it's a two-way street, man. More often than not, it's got to be a two-way street. If it's one pulling more than the other, you are on borrowed time. That relationship or scenario or situation is on borrowed time. I know this because I've done this. So, I mean, I'm not sitting here just spouting off at the mouth because I like the sound of my own voice, which, you know, I don't. But, like, this is shit that needs to get talked about. People will revert back to drama, chaos, and controversy because that's what's familiar. The saddest part about it is, <clears throat> is that they will allow that kind of bullshit to dictate their existence, to dictate how they receive the positive feelings, the good feelings, and the people that are bestowing that upon them because it scares them. This is where past trauma comes into play because they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. They feel like they, they can't allow themselves to enjoy what is because they're worried about, based on past experiences, they're waiting for the bottom to fall out. Like, huh, you thought you were happy, but this is what's really going on. And when they embark on something that makes them feel good or is of, of a better mindset or things of this nature, sometimes they will scare the shit out of themselves for that very reason, because they're waiting for the shoe to drop. This is where self-sabotage comes into play. They don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to accept it. They don't know how to accept the people that are giving it to them. So they'll shit on them. In the absolute worst ways. 
And I feel like in some cases, not all, but in some cases, it's a test. It's a test from that person to see what level of loyalty the other party has. Listen, you can play Russian roulette for so long before the bitch comes up snake eyes. And when it comes up snake eyes, you're going to get bit. And by bit, I mean that that other party is only going to take so much when they feel like they are wasting their time, effort, and resources for something that is by and large not going to change or is going to continue to be under a negative umbrella. They will bounce. And they won't look back. I promise you it will happen. It's just a matter of time. Because people's tolerance for bullshit varies. It's also called patience. People's patience varies. Look, man, I've got Fort Knox worth of fucking patience. But I also know that there's a limit to it. And I realize the older I get, I am much more or less tolerant of drama, chaos, controversy, and bullshit than I did it back in my younger days. Fact of the matter is, I am not going to allow my life to be dictated by negativity or by chaos, or by drama, or by controversy, or by ill feelings. Not doing it. Tough decisions have to be made when we are coming to that realization. More often than not, and I can give you a list of people to contact, I will cut them bitches right off. Right off. Not a second thought is given. If you disturb my inner peace, you're out of here. Without question, without remorse, without regret. That's just where I'm at. Now, people will revert back to chaos and controversy because it's what's familiar. That's what they know. When there's another challenge or another situation that causes some degree of anxiety, people will revert. They. This is why, as I've done deep dive, excuse me, as I've done deep dives, this is why people don't leave abusive relationships because life on the other side of that is scary. It's uncharted territory for them. They don't know how to go about it. And they're living with that goddamn underlying powerful umbrella of fear. So they go back to what they know. Even though it is the absolute worst scenario for them, is they do it because that's what they know. It's what they know because that's what they have dealt with for a significant chunk of time in their life. Meanwhile, what could be good is walking away from them because they've been pushed away or they've been told one thing or the other that they are not wanted or that's how it feels. And people will only take so much, man. Everybody has a threshold. Everybody has a breaking point. Sometimes you got to roll the dice on yourself. Sometimes you're going to just have to accept the fact that, yeah, shit may suck right now. And trying to escape that muckery of fuck is a scary endeavor. But what's scarier to me is looking back on your life and realizing you've wasted so much of it on the wrong people. You've wasted so much of it with the wrong feelings that has done irreparable damage. Now, the good news is, is that there is not a better time to step up to the line to embark on a new journey than right here and now. 
It's just a matter of how much time you're going to put into this. You know what I'm saying? Some people's behaviors are cyclical. Like, it's just like a non-stop merry-go-round, man. You got to hop off that some bitch eventually. Otherwise, your life is always going to be feeling like a ticking time bomb. I, I was that time bomb for a long time. There's somebody in your life that is trying desperately to pull you from your situation or to guide you or to support you or to love you for you. You owe it to yourself to give it a chance. Now, a lot of the baggage that comes with long-term exposure and mistreatment from abuse, physically, emotionally, psychologically. Like, I I get how scary that is. But you, you owe it to yourself to at least try. You owe it to yourself to get into the mindset that you are worth more than being in a life that is constantly in some degree of turmoil or anxiety. Sometimes the greatest things come to us when we least expect it. The greatest explorers and adventurers in the history of mankind achieved greatness, did wonderful things, made all kinds of advances for a number of different ways, reasons. Do you think they weren't scared? Do you think they didn't have to step out of their comfort zone? The people that overcome abusive relationships only to find the true love of their life, their soulmates. You don't think that that's Scary? Yeah, it is, man, but, like, it's worth it. It's worth it once you achieve that inner peace. Because it is such a huge weight lifted off your shoulder. Because right now, how many of you feel like you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders? A lot of you do. But a lot of times it's because we've put ourselves under that kind of pressure. Or, we've, or we're doing nothing to move away from it. Or to try to eliminate it. Or to try to give ourselves some sort of reprieve, some sort of relief. you got to think outside the box. You can achieve inner peace. But if you're somebody that reverts back to negativity, drama, chaos, turmoil, because it's what's familiar, you are robbing yourself of your best life. You are robbing yourself of that inner peace. And until you get that, man, nothing will, will ever be as great as it possibly could be. It, it could be good. But it won't be great because there's always something hanging over your head. It's time to start chipping away at this. Start chipping away at the boulders that you are desperately trying to hold up. Just a couple of thoughts here. Um, real quick, um, before we get out of here. Going back on stage on July the 9th, uh, that's next weekend, over at Backroads Bar and Grill, 
in Holly, Michigan, and I'm very much looking forward to this one. I have a pretty cool topic that I've been working on, and I think it's going to resonate with everybody that comes in. It, there is no cover charge for, for these things at Backroads. Um, it's about an hour, hour and a half out of your day. If you need some sort of motivation, some sort of inspiration, come on out. You know, it's not going to, I mean, aside from, you know, a drink or two, maybe get one one of their great burgers that, that they serve there at Backroads. Uh, come on out, man. I, you know, if, if you're feeling shitty about something, if, if things are not firing on, on all cylinders for you, you need some, some degree of motivation or, you know, maybe a chuckle or two, come on out, man. July the 9th, it starts at 2 p.m., Backroads Bar and Grill, Klaus to the Heart Live, and I'll be talking about, we waiting for one day or is this day one? And there's a number of different ways that we're going to take this particular journey. Uh, but all the information is on our Facebook page or at KlausToTheHeart.net. Uh, so check that out. I hope you will, you will consider joining me one more time. It is Sunday, July the 9th, beginning at 2 p.m., Backroads Bar and Grill for Klaus to the Heart Live. Uh, check out our official online store, CafePress.com forward slash PFC Network, and uh, every week I tell you guys to go out, be awesome to yourselves and to each other, find a way to make a positive difference in the world. This week I want you to find a way to improve your situation. There's something that's really bothering you, really heavy on you. Identify it. And let's figure out a way to start chipping away at it so it's not such a heavy burden on you. My DMs are always open. If there's something that I can do to help you out, I'll be happy to at least try or at least, you know, have a conversation about it. It's kind of why I do this. So with that, be awesome to yourself this week. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday with a brand new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network.